Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Neighbor. Did you forget the name of our podcast? (laughs) Take two. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Neighborhood Feminist. Feminist. Good job. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspectives. I did it. You did it. I'm very proud of you. Most difficult part of the episode every time. It sometimes is. No, it's not. No, I mean, sometimes. No. It haunts me in my dreams. It's never the most difficult part, but sometimes it's like... I my mind does go like completely blank. Yeah, I was telling Keegan I was like absentmindedly looking, like deleting emails that I knew were just junk, and I saw like the title of a book and almost said the title of the book instead of our podcast name, and that is wrong. I feel you. We've all been there. So you or guys, you and I have been there. Yeah. So this is a mini episode, and we tell you what's in the news. And this week, I've got a lot of not so happy stuff, and I've got a lot of like I've got a lot of fucking notes. I don't. Uh, but mine are not happy things either, so it's going to be a little bit of a bummer I wonder if episode. we have the same things. Probably. Um, first I want to talk about Mr. John McCain. Yeah. You got that? That is the first thing on my list. Okay, so he, John McCain died on Saturday, August 25th at age 81. He had just very recently, within the last couple of weeks, decided to end treatment for his brain tumor. They announced that they were going to end treatment the yeah. day before he It was died. the day before? Yeah, so I don't know how long, you know, I don't know if they announced it the same day that they stopped treatment mm-hmm. or if they waited a couple of days, but yeah, they... He was not off treatment very long at all. That's that's crazy to me that it happened so fast. A bit of background about John McCain. He was a victim of tremendous torture and a tool of enemy propaganda during the Vietnam War. He was a naval aviator. Um, during that time as being a prisoner of war, he suffered a shattered leg and broken arms. He was subjected to solitary confinement for two years and beaten frequently. He attempted suicide twice, and his weight fell drastically. He rejected early release to keep his honor and to avoid enemy propaganda. Coop? Or risk... Coup? <laughs> a coup. Oh, thanks. I don't know. And Or risk demoralizing fellow prisoners. Right. So he was incredibly right. heroic as yeah. a young man. So he was in the... I believe he was in the Naval Academy, but yeah. he was in a plane that went down over Hanoi. I want to say it was Hanoi during the Vietnam War. And he was taken as a prisoner of war, and solitary confinement for two years already is, is like, horrific oh my gosh. torture. Yeah. And then he, he was there for a total of, like, five and a half years. Yeah. And 
Um, a few years in, they found out that John McCain's father was some kind of like political yeah. uh, or military bigwig, and they wanted to. They were kind of using him as like collateral. Try and use him as like a political prop, and he yeah. said he he did not want to be let out sooner than people who had been prisoners longer than him. Yeah. So he voluntarily stayed in for for torture. So here's the thing about John McCain. He's very complicated. Very. He's incredibly complicated. No matter which way you slice it, you can say that he was an American hero in a lot of ways. But there's also a lot of shit that I don't agree with. Oh, I agree too. But I do, in this day and age, with our current Republican president being Donald Trump, every other Republican candidate looks so much better compared to him. Well, I mean, and John McCain in particular, because he was kind of a middle-of-the-roader in a lot of he ways. He was. But, I don't know. It's just such a tough there, thing to talk about, because it, it feels like the bar for decency is kind of, like, so on the floor. Yeah. It's, like, just because John McCain had a modicum of, like, integrity. Yeah. Where, like, he's being completely lionized well, in his death. And, and you guys, we have to understand, too, this is politics. And, like, a lot... Of, like, politics is just straight-up dirty. You know what I mean? So there are... Right, you don't it's succeed It's always going to be a bit problematic, right. you know? But, you know, the thing that people love about John... Loved about John McCain and the reason why on both sides of the aisle people are able to to still respect him is because he was able to admit whenever he made mistakes. Yeah. Down the line, like, he admitted that Palin was a mistake. Yeah. And she was a mistake. I, think I mean, she, she, like, ruined his chances, I feel like, of she, being president. She did, and she also ushered in this weird thing that we're seeing a lot of now, which is that she toured a lot. She was very... She was like a celebrity yeah. candidate where Agreed. she did a lot of rallies and she did all that drill baby drill stuff and yeah. she was very like showy. I can see Alaska from my, or what is I it? Can I can see, see Russia, Russia from, from my house. house. Um, um, but then he also so did things like I mean, John McCain did also. Sorry, I'm gonna. I have a lot of respect for John McCain. I didn't know how I wanted to approach this subject because obviously, my heart goes out to his family. Agreed. And in a lot of ways, I think that he did a lot of good things. Yeah. Um, but I also don't want all of the other stuff to get just swept under the rug because right. this is a person that died. I don't think that it's going to because I think right now we have to remember him for the good because that's what's going to help the situation for the families, for the many people who are mourning. Yeah. And I think that when we kind of have some distance from somebody's death, especially when it's as tragic as him having a brain tumor, then we can start looking back and remembering him for some of the things that um, we need to still be aware of moving yeah. forward what, in the future. What my fear is, though, is that we're going to continue to move the bar as to what is, like something that needs to be praised. And we're going to forget... Because I think because that, right, Trump is so far on one end... I mean, we've already seen it with, with George W. Bush, right? Where it's gotta, almost like he's endearing. Yeah. And we forget that, like, he John was, McCain shit. banged the drum for every war that we entered into. And, yeah. and right after 9-11 was somebody who 
went and said like um bomb 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 iran yeah <laughs> you know and and caused a lot of disruption right. in other parts of the country well i think or it's going to take the world. i think it's going to take a while for that bar to be raised yeah um of one course. thing that i did really uh like about john mccain is a video that i watched where this woman says that she doesn't like obama because he's an arab and she's yeah. going on and on and he stops her and he goes no ma'am he's a decent family man a citizen that i just happen to have disagreements with with on fundamental issues. And after his death, Obama said, few of us have been tested the way John once was or required to show the kind of courage he did, but all of us can aspire to the courage to put the greater good above our own. At John's best, he showed us what that means. That's, and I think that's he right. put it so yeah. well because yeah. he's not saying best. at his best, yes. he's showing what it means to put the greater good above your own. So he's not forgetting what everybody... Or what everything that he's done. Right, he wasn't perfect. No, but you know what? He was it's something. It, it shows how much the American people are craving civility in politics. Very, because like that's what John McCain was. He had integrity and he was civil, even yeah. when facing his opponent. Yeah, so much so that Joe Biden spoke at his funeral. Yeah, you know, so. It, it, because it they had a mutual of... respect for one another in some way. It wasn't this animalistic. I mean, the right. 2016 election was a shit show. So for those of you who are like our younger listeners, that's probably the election that is sticking the most in your mind. Right. 2008. It was not always like that. Right. 2008 was... is when McCain ran. Yeah. And it was it was a different it was a different time. And I think that's kind of what we're mourning. We're mourning yeah. this loss of. Of innocence. What, of what the old Republican Party was. Like, it wasn't right. perfect. It definitely had a lot of warmongering. It had a lot of racism. Yeah. Um, I mean... But so, it was but it was nowhere near what it but is But there was today. some level... There was, like, a line you didn't cross. Yeah. You know what I mean? And John McCain, right up until the end, even whenever he was facing a lot of criticism from his yeah. own party, didn't oh, cross that was, line. Oh, he was. And he was getting uh, criticism from his own party because... He um, cast a thumbs down vote against the drive to repeal the Affordable Care Act. And I remember being like, I never thought I'd say this, but thank you, John McCain. Like, I remember like tweeting that or something and just being like, he wasn't the only Republican to do it. There were two women. He was a very notable one. And I think that he did did help a lot. Well, I mean, and and I think the thing, because a lot of people, including myself, were upset about that because there were two female Republicans who also voted down. But the thing that made it a spectacle was that John McCain showed up like three days after having brain surgery. Right. He was very unwell. Yeah. Well, and and very vocally clashed with the president so much so that have you seen the way that the White House is responding? I was just going to move on to that. So Horrifying. I was reading on the Atlantic.com. There's an article they have that says John McCain's death brought out the worst in the Trump administration. Yeah. So basically it is a tradition when somebody in the Senate or in a high political power or things like that where the flag is half staff for the two days after. Fucking basic passing. decency. Yeah. Anytime anytime this has ever happened in the past, the flag would be lowered to half staff. Yeah. Well, I guess it was like the day that it happened. And then by the time Monday rolled around, it was up full staff while all the other flags around Washington remained at half staff. Well, and all of the things that they posted about his death. It oh, was, it was so... He never gave a statement. No, he didn't. Which is just... Uh, he tweeted, which to him is like a statement. And his tweet had a picture of himself. I know. 
like how much of a narcissist can you be? Like no matter what, and I understand that it might sound like I've been a little, I'm not trying to be hard on John McCain. I'm just trying to present some of the facts on both sides. No, I agree. You know, but no matter your feelings on this man, he devoted 60 years of his life to service yeah. for this country. And and is a war hero. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you do I mean, need to show respect where respect is yeah, due. Yeah, and to have no respect perfect, because you know? because you two didn't get along because the president didn't get along with McCain. He's yeah. so fucking petty. It's fair. Well, that's what they say. They say that um, McCain's or the White House's handling of the American flag in the aftermath of Senator McCain's death shows pettiness, divisiveness, disorganization, and lack of a backbone. Um, um, no, it's just it's just rude, and it's like. I don't know. I I have a lot of mixed emotions. I was really sad when I found out about McCain and um, sad for his family. It was weird to see so many very, like, progressive celebrities posting stuff about John McCain. Like, it was everywhere. And it was all that picture of him being, like, a super hot, like, 20-something. Oh, man. He's so hot when he was young. <sighs> Woo! Smoke show. Such a babe. Um, but it was kind of like, everybody posted that same photo, and everybody was like, my family's democratic, but we've always... You know what I mean? It was just kind of a well, weird... Well, everyone... I mean, it, it does really say something about who you are as a person that so many different people from so many different walks of life oh, who it's respect true. you. It's true. It's like, I don't but agree it is with still, you. And yeah. I think some of the things you did were really wrong and gross. Yeah. But you know what? I appreciate a person who can apologize for the things that they got wrong. And John McCain was really good about that. Yeah. And, you know, he wasn't well, and perfect. And you know what? We all grew with the times. Even right. Obama grew with the times. Yeah, yeah. You he, know? he wasn't perfect, but... No. He was a. I can. I can say that I think he was a good man. He was a good man, even I if think he that, wasn't perfect. Yeah. To boil it down, that's the best and yeah. most simplest way to put it. A man who made mistakes, but was a good man. Yeah. So can we move on to something even worse. Yeah, man. Let's do it. The abduction and death of Molly. Tibbs. Oh, okay. What is? What were you going to talk about? No, mine's not worse than that. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. So, if you guys don't know about this case the this girl molly this molly is Tibbs. all bad every it's, aspect of this is terrible it just goes from bad awful. to worse it's awful but it's it's so important to talk about it is so molly was 20 years old and she was a student at the university of iowa and she was majoring in psychology she was incredibly athletic she was a former cross-country runner on july 18th 2018 she left the home of her boyfriend's brother for a jog she was last seen at approximately 7 30 p.m on that day over the next several weeks police in multiple states investigated the case and on august 21st police in iowa announced that a body was found in powashek county which is where um which is where she's from where she lived they had been led by 24 year old suspect christian bahena rivera Rivera has since been charged with first-degree murder. On August 23rd, an autopsy report recorded the cause of death as, quote, multiple sharp force injuries. So all of this is fucking awful. And to put salt in the wound, again, the Trump administration has treated this so poorly, so awfully. Well, because they, they've used it as a pawn in their agenda. It has. Like, Instead of realizing that this girl has died in such a brutal, horrible way and grieving for the families and giving her apologies. He's using it for his own narrative and agenda. And it's been well, it's you a know way what? for him to demonize immigrants. But and here's the thing. The family ain't falling for with it. With everything that happened last week, 
Trump is quaking in his boots. He's scared. And the administration needed a win. Yeah. And they saw this and they thought, we can twist that yep. and turn it into a win for us. Do you want to hear what, he, what his quote is? Sure. Why not? <laughs> As she grabs her drink. Let me sip my drink. <laughs> I need vodka. <laughs> we have tremendous crime trying to come through the borders. This wall is being built We've started it. Is it? I know, right? I'm like, where's the fucking wall? Fuck off so hard right now. This wall is being built. We've started it. But we also (laughs) need funding for this year's building of the wall. Are you going to start a GoFundMe? Right, exactly. So, to the family of Molly Tibbetts, all I can say is God bless you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And the family feels the same way. So, Molly's parents asked that her death not be used for political ends, a request that Trump has ignored. A cousin asked conservative commentators Candace Owens on Twitter to quote stop being stop being a fucking snake and using my cousin's death as political propaganda during Molly's funeral her father echoed the statement by saying we need to turn toward life Molly's life because Molly's nobody's victim Molly's my hero um if you want to hear the whole I loved this on Twitter so her her cousin Molly Tibbetts cousin Responded to Candace Owens, and Candace Owens fired back, and I'm like, not the fucking time yeah, exactly. to get into a Twitter feud with, with a person whose cousin was just murdered. Yeah. But this woman, because Candace Owens was just fucking poking that, mm-hmm. stoking those fires, and like I was telling to you, like every headline... Yeah. It's says, not about Molly. It's about right, the it, illegals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so Sam... Well, and we also don't really know for sure if he is illegal or we not. We don't know his immigration status, yeah. but also just, like, it feels fucking gross to me to be calling this person an illegal in every, like... I yeah, know. no. Um, I mean, the word in general should not be used to describe a person. Yeah, it's it's it just feels like political fodder, and yeah. to put it in your headline feels gross when, especially to me. when there's I mean you shouldn't put it in your headline but especially when it's at the cost of or at the expense of this brutal horrible tragedy right you know yeah. like that should be the headline yeah I mean and also it's like why are we focusing on the violence of a particular nationality yeah. of people rather than why is the conversation not the violence of men in general yeah if we're going to start going down that yeah, road I agree. if you're going to start pointing fingers at it being one thing or another thing uh-huh. that's inherent in a human being, why would you point to where they're from and not the statistics of... Of men's violence, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Sam tweeted at Candace Owens, uh, the whole tweet is, hey, I'm a member of Molly's family and we are so fuck, we are not so fucking small-minded that we generalize a whole population based on some bad individuals. Now stop being a fucking snake and using my cousin's death as political propaganda. Take her name out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which I love because it's just like, you are using this girl as a political prop yeah. or pawn when you don't even know where her family lies on this, yeah. and you don't care. Like, yeah. you're not trying well, to help Well, and them. they've even said that we don't want it to be done, and they haven't listened. So they really don't care. And Candace Owens fired back and said, which, this just shows how much they don't give a shit about yeah. the pain that the family is going through. Yeah. If you really cared about what the pain the, f- the family was going through, you would have said something along the lines of, I'm sorry, 
you know, I I will refrain from from speaking about your cousin from here on out and leave you guys the space to grieve. Agreed. That's what you would say. Instead, Candace Owens responded and said, I find it strange that you have directed obscenities and hate towards people that support the president, but you have not directed a single bad word towards the monster who committed this terrible crime. She is insinuating that she's not upset. Yeah. About the person who killed her cousin, which is so Well, she's showing humanity for the whole race of people who are being treated horribly instead of focusing on the one person that did something Well, I mean, if you told me, if you tried to fucking come at me and tell me that I wasn't heart... Because to me, that's you trying to say that I'm not as heartbroken as you would like me to be over my cousin's death. Yeah. In a really brutal way. Yeah. Is so insensitive. Agreed. Like, just... No. What's wrong with these people? It's like it's, no empathy. So Molly's father continued his speech at her funeral saying that he supported the Hispanic community. He says that the Hispanic community are Iowans. They have the same values as Iowans. As far as I'm concerned, they're Iowans with better food. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which I'm like, How can you, you can't... even have any humor? And like... he's saying at her funeral, I know. I was like, because he, because I think he was mad too. He's like, we got to show some fucking humanity for these, for this group of people who was being thrown well, under the bus. And especially, it's just like, I'd be so bitter that like you're taking this moment when I should be doing nothing but focusing on my family. And, and now I have to make it some other, about something right, else. Right, you're putting yeah. cameras in my face. It's bullshit. Well, that's what always happens. Um, it's true. In memorial, Molly's brother and his football team printed her initials on their team jerseys, which I just think is so Midwest God, beauty. so sad. I'm going to, like, cry right now. Like, so it's, sad. It is horrible. And like we say, whenever there's a really tragic death, I want to remember the name of the person who passed, have her story be something that we remember and take with us and learn from rather than uh, discriminate against groups of people, but to remember the strength and wonderful qualities that she had and focus on how this is violence against women because she was out for a run this man mining her own business and this man took away her life and that's what we need to be focusing on so molly you know rest in power rest in peace and um i don't know what else to say and just to your family you know we're just sending all of our love yeah all of our good Good energy, all no. of our good vibes. I'm not going to say thoughts and prayers. No, I, I actively <laughs> avoided saying that. Yeah, I know, but, I could tell. But I do think that there is... I, I also hate that they took that from There's us. There's good intent I, behind it. And I, I, yeah. I think that that is... I, I think I've said that before. I hate that they've taken thoughts and prayers away from us because... Not that I'm an active prayer, but I yeah. do believe in the power of positive thought. And I yeah, do think I agree. that, like, an entire group of people sending positive thoughts and positive energy and, and goodwill your way is yeah. powerful. Now so, we just have to reword it. Yeah, so to me, that's what that's what I hope for them, and I hope that they can feel that. And I hope it feels just like a warm cocoon. Yeah. Um. Okay, so what I have is, all of our stories are not good this week, but somehow... This one is the lighthearted story of the week. I mean, I have um, something else that we could do that would be, like, on the lighthearted well, side. Well, I think we have to talk about this. And okay. that is that Louis C.K. is back. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really read much about this, but I know that it's back in bullshit. So tell me about it. I mean, he's not 
back back. Yeah. But you can see that he's just putting his, he's just dipping his toe in the water to see if he can come back. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, it hasn't even been a year yet. Yeah. You haven't paid any penance yet. You haven't said you're sorry, not really. I've read that yeah. quote unquote apology you wrote. Yeah, it's bullshit. And any apology in which you mention you're a dick and you call it your dick is not really an apology. Forgot about that. Yeah, he actually says my dick in his apology. Hmm. Um, so I don't forgive you. Nope. And I just feel like it's too soon. It's too soon it's for all these people to start feeling like, hey, maybe I can start testing the waters of whether or not I can come back. Yeah. And he did it by... Having a surprise set at his club, the cellar. Mm-hmm. So it's his club, first of all. So we have to keep right. that in mind. Or not his club, but his haunt, right? Yeah. Like his cheers. It's where everybody knows his name, right? Where everybody knows your name. Precisely. Thanks. So he <laughs> came out, had a standing fucking ovation, <laughs> delivered a set where he did not address this issue at all talked about like tipping your waitresses or something like it was like a weird set where he didn't mention any of the things that happened right and they only got one complaint about him performing that's insane but you have to keep in mind that this is a place where he it's it's like home for him yeah it's his home base but to me I'm just like Louis you don't I don't like sending the message that you can just go away for a while, show no real remorse, and then just quietly sneak your way back in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I And agree. then you have people like, and I admire Michael Ian Black. He's the run, one who wrote that New York Times piece that I referenced, uh, The Boys Are Not Alright. Yeah. You know, I feel like he has the pulse right. He reads the room right 90% yeah. of the time. But then he went on Twitter and was like... We need to come up with a path to allow these people to be redeemed. And I'm like, uh, while I believe in forgiveness and I believe in redemption, you have to fucking ask for it. Yeah. You can't have an apology where you mention your dick. You, you can't not really apologize or show yeah. any real remorse and then just come back. That's not the path to redemption. And then, like, why... Why is our focus on this guy, and if if he's okay, and if his career yeah. is okay, then why, why isn't it on the women whose careers he effectively stunted yeah, and by ruined. what he did? And if he, if you are letting one in, you are letting all of them back into our lives in some way. I just think it's such a messed up idea that our focus is on this fucking guy, mm-hmm. and not on the women whose lives he messed up. Oh, exactly. Like, why isn't our energy going into, when will they be okay? Because you know? he's the name. That's, that's why. That's and some bullshit. And, like, here's the thing. I, I was a fan of Louis C.K., although I found him to be, like... I was like, his His self-deprecating humor got old. Yeah. But there's a million talented, super talented comedians out there. There was a list on BuzzFeed today where it's, like, 23 comedians that you don't, that you probably don't have to worry about masturbating in front of you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, like, <laughs> comedy is so huge right now. And it's the same way I feel about acting or, or anything else. You can else find somebody like, else. There are so many talented people, names or otherwise, or yeah. people who haven't been discovered, quote-unquote discovered yet, who are just as fucking talented yeah. and have just as much potential. To be going back to this guy, it's kind of like old names. Why? But yeah. you know what? Let's see. Let's see where it goes. Hopefully he doesn't go to any bigger shows or do anything else. Well, with- I mean, and, and like I said, 
I'm not one who's just like, if you've done something shitty, you have a X on you forever. Like, I don't no, feel that way. No, but what you're asking for isn't that difficult. You're asking for some sort of apology and action of moving forward and... Um, yeah, let me know you know being, that you did something wrong. Yeah, being sorry for what you've done and acting accordingly. Yeah, I don't want all the women who have to work on your fucking set for whatever show you're on in the future to have to worry about you whipping your dick out in front of them. I agree. Like, that's... And no woman should have to be put in that situation no. in, an, in a work environment. Yeah. And like, I hope that there's nobody out there that... Because, especially for crew members, I feel like there's a lot of times where you work on shows and work with people that you don't agree with because you don't get paid the same amount as like the talent does and things like that where you take these shitty jobs and you have to take it because nobody's going to listen to you right with all of this that's going on with actors and talent and names it's obviously not just the entertainment industry but because that's what i've worked in like the crew goes through it too the people that you don't see they go through probably more i was gonna say like the stuff that you don't hear about is probably ways like i shouldn't i shouldn't be comparing but it's probably pretty fucking scary you know what it it's not about like comparing what is worse but what it is about is that people are going to be more likely to listen to a fellow talent, quote-unquote, right. than a PA. Did you hear about how Amy Adams got really mad at the director of Sharp Objects or the and the other people for treating her stand-in badly? No, so but I, good I for worked, her. I worked on Sharp Objects. I can tell you that the crew on that show were assholes. The director on that show is an asshole. Sorry to burst your bubble. No, it's okay. Um, but like, well, a lot of people. That, but that's most shows. Well, he did. He did Big Little Lies too, and people really, really like him. He's super fucking great at what he does. He's and a, I'm sure a really he's great to the talent. Like, yeah, but he like as working background, like this one girl, like it was hot, and there's no AC running, and we worked for like. 16 hour days and like this girl is like passing out and like not doing well and like they were just being treated horribly where amy adams like he even like the main cast was on set most of the time i became friends with one of the main cast thinking he was background and i was like oh shit like why are you standing in the back with me and he's like, oh, we all got to be on set all the time, like, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I, I heard that, like, Amy Adams sat next to that girl and, like, comforted her and asked her what she needed. And then when she saw, because she was grabbed by the arm, like, her thinking that it was her stand-in, that she was like, nuh-uh, that's not what we're going to do. Well, and she I mean, spoke and, up. And I know we've said this for a while, so I think we should probably do it soon and have an, um, a couple of episodes about this business, whether it be casting or otherwise. Yeah. But I think it's just been that way for so long. I think yeah. that that's the reason people didn't There's take... history. People didn't take Louis C.K.'s accusers seriously because it was kind of like... Well, welcome oh, to a Hollywood. Man, a man jerked off in front of you? Yeah, welcome to Hollywood. Like, yeah. that's that happens every fucking day here. Yeah, like, it's true. It's true. What, what, what's the big deal? Oh, yeah. a person grabbed your arm and didn't let you get a cup of water? Like, you you snowflake, you're fine. Like, yeah, this exactly. is Hollywood. This is what happens well, here. what's crazy, so Chris worked background on the show... Fuck, what is it called uh lethal weapon mm-hmm. and not wayne's but the other guy can't remember who he was Ooh. was a dick oh he got fired for i know chris told me today he was so happy because he probably because people on background started recording it because he was such a fucking dick oh, no, no i'll tell you why he got fired again it goes back that guy got chewed out because he grabbed amy adams's arm that's why he got chewed out uh, on sharp objects on lethal weapon 
that guy got fired not because he did anything to crew or did anything to some PA. It's because he was directing an episode and he got Wayans hurt. Oh. And Wayans was like, not Wait, that was the day. same guy that was on Sharp Objects? No, no, no. What I'm saying is oh, it, it doesn't it's... have to do with, with people recording anything or crew getting hurt. No one gives a shit until, yeah. like, someone important yeah. goes through something. It's like, true. that's that's the world we live in, it's sadly. It's true. But, like, yeah, Chris worked an episode, like, one of the first episodes and was like, fuck this guy. He is not going to work on this show very long. Because he was, like, yelling at the director. He was yelling at... Fucking everybody. Yeah. He was like, what are you, fucking stupid? Like, he was yeah. just being what, such what an asshole. What happened was he was guest directing an episode, and they told him, like, this stunt is dangerous. Yeah. And he was like, I want to do it anyway. And so we had Damon Wayans. It's Damon Wayans, right? so. So we had Damon Wayans do the stunt, and he got hurt. Yeah. And... Damon Wayans was like, uh, uh-uh. like yeah. you can't do that. Yeah, and that's I think putting he had problems. At risk. I think he had problems with him anyway. So we got well, him fired. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but anyway, we went off. We'll definitely talk about more. I think in a full length episode where we can kind of just have have a conversation, maybe even a yeah. bonus episode about like what that's like. But because we know what that's like, to yeah. me, it's so. I hate the focus being on, well, when are we going to allow these men back in? Because that's not where our focus should be. No, it's and not. it should be on reform for the victims. Yeah, not for and, and the Louis C.K. getting a standing ovation makes me just yeah. furious. And yeah, I, it's I, not helping him um, learn his lesson. Right. We're well, very passionate any, people. <laughs> anyway, we are at 35. Yeah, fucking stop. Yeah, I think probably. We got to stop. So. We, um, we really need emails, you guys. Yeah. We've gotten some really great messages from people, but um, some sister solidarity stories would be great. Stuff that is um, very shareable for the show would be wonderful. And um, we do love hearing from you guys. I'm about halfway through Sienna's email, so <laughs> I will finish it. But I, I love have read her it, messages. And, and there are sections of it that we are definitely going to read and talk about. Yeah. Um, we just don't have time on this episode. Yeah, exactly. But, so, I guess with that said, follow us on all of our social means. You can get us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. You can get us on Twitter at Yamp Podcast, Y-A-N-F Podcast. If you want to send us anything, if you have sister solidarity stories, if you have your own stories of workplace harassment, happy to hear those. You can email us at neighborhoodfeminist at (laughs) gmail.com. Um... What else is there? Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, all those things. The Tell things. your friends. Yeah, all the things. Uh um, God, I feel so out of it. Like I feel like we're just getting back into the swing of things of recording and I'm just kinda like Well we are. What do we do again? We are. What's our podcast called? <laughs> we're also both really busy right now. I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. So alright, you guys. I guess with that being said, we encourage you. To Ray John. Bye. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.